Okay. There's no easy way to explain this, but I take a bath almost every night because it's a nice way to relax. And, you know, I have a lot of thoughts in here, but recording with electrical equipment and hot water that steams up the entire room don't seem to fit together really well. But, you know, I don't really care. I kind of want to just do this. So, welcome to my bath time. I am high on edibles because it helps me sleep at night. And when I sleep at night, I stay fucking sane. But here's my bathtub. I didn't clean it. Like always, I don't clean my shit. I don't shave my armpits, so if you see some fucking hair, it's because I don't shave my armpits. I'm gonna get laser surgery when I could afford it because I actually like the look of a shaved armpit or a hairless armpit. But I'm fucking poor right now. <laughs> I'll be rich later, but I'm poor now, you know? Just how it goes. That's how it goes. I already drank one water bottle and I pissed. I've been in this shower for about, or this bath for about an hour. I eat spicy food, so my skin's having an allergic reaction to it because I think I'm allergic to spicy food. But <laughs> I don't know why I keep eating spicy food. I don't know. I'm just trying to try new things. Like, life is about trying new things. Anyways. I don't want to say I had a plan of what I want to talk about, but I definitely have stuff in my mind. Um, but I watch the movie Cleopatra last night, 1963. Not too far away from my Lilith book that I'm reading, so that's kind of cool. And I'm fucking... I love the movie. Like, it was a four-hour movie. I didn't think we'd watch it in one night. We fucking did. We watched a four-hour movie. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine going to bed and you're like, oh, I'm like a little tired. And uh, but I, I think I could like watch like 30 minutes of this movie while I'm falling asleep. Yeah, as like a nice little good night type of experience. But we watched it for four hours straight until 4 a.m. The neighbors' roosters were crowing, and it just fucking happened, you know? Uh, I love being in a bath. I love it so much. It feels soothing. I don't know if you saw, but I have baby food. I love eating baby food. I have classic banana flavor. Just like Gerber, Gerber, Gerber. <laughs> and got some apple peach strawberries too. I got my creams here. I put on creams when I'm fucking in a bath. So if you don't like it, you don't like it. But I'm still gonna do it. Just walk and listen to the audio of this or don't listen to this at all. No one's asking you to do anything. No one's asking you to be here. Also leave a like and subscribe <laughs> and a comment. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. I was watching Cleopatra and it was really nice and I have some ideas about that but I don't really want to get into it right now because it's a lot to think about and I think I'm kind of like still formulating my thoughts so I'm just hanging out I'm just having a, a good time I'm just fucking putting fucking cream on my whole body and I'm just having a bath I think I'm going to pause right now just lay down and do my thing but like, I'm not going to record that because I want to chill out because I'm having my bath, but I also want to, like, also have a podcast. So I could do both. Like, just press pause. Or just fucking press play. That's how it works. That's how life works. <sighs> so I'll be back in five minutes and I'll fucking see you guys in a second. I was just in, like, deep concentration because... You know, something about having the water just rest on your face 
all the way around and you're just lying in it. Something about it puts you into a state of mind where you're just thinking with this flow and it's going and it's going and it's going. It's kind of like, you know, like when you're tripping and like, I don't know, you, you just think about something and you go into a deep thought and it kind of just travels through your brain you're getting all this imagery and all these words and all this insight and everything's profound and everything is making sense and then you try to describe it or you just try to put words to it and you slowly lose the understanding of what it was that's what i'm feeling right now in this bathtub with like the water just around my just around my shit, just around my face. I don't know. I think I'll position the camera this way maybe. I like it kind of like right here, but also I don't want my legs to be out here when I'm laying down. And I kind of want to record myself like lying down. I'll, I'll be back. That's what I'm talking about. This is fucking nice. I was watching Cleopatra. And she's also in a bath. Bathtub. She has a bathtub scene. Where she's in this like Gucci ass bathtub. And I kind of want a bathtub like that. Because I like ran into a fountain and everything. And it was a fountain. And I mean I kind of like with these bathtub days that I've been giving myself basically every day but I don't know this bath time this bathtub time is like seriously my god did I have a tip popping out whoopsies but what I'm saying is Cleopatra is fucking great it was a great movie um well written nice stories it's classical stories too so you can't really do anything wrong with a good old century old play you know like how can you fuck that up you might be able to i've seen a lot of people fuck shit up but i don't know it was really nice and it was very refreshing to see this really nice feminine character that like had this motherly like caring empathetic personality because i feel like that feminine aspect of life you know just like mothering isn't really portrayed much in today's media or it's not it's at least not applauded in any way whatsoever meaning that it's rejected in other words and I don't know, I just feel like, I feel so good when I watch any like mother stuff, just like a caring mother figure, it just makes me feel good. You know, I don't really have too much of that as a kid, um, if I haven't said this before, which I know I have said multiple times, almost every time that I could mention it, I do, but my mom's like a drug addict and I don't have a dad so like I don't have a good understanding but I don't really care about the dad stuff too much because most people don't have a dad but like most people have a mother you know and something about that caring aspect of nature that I didn't really get a lot as a kid. I got little hints of it, you know? I had my grandma, I had my aunt, and like, they were nice and loving and like, gave me a little bit of care, you know? But like, it's definitely, uh, like my mom, my mom was just a shitty person, like, um she'd go to prison for like years at a time and then come back and expect 
like me to like fully care about her only and she's a bit narcissistic in personality and she would uh, see me like love my grandma and my aunts and she'd be like and like she, or I don't think she like outright said it but she at least gave a lot of dirty looks in the times that I was giving and receiving love to anyone but herself and you know that's not really a healthy mother relationship you know and I'm reading this book Lilith and it's it's a it's crazy because this dude also doesn't have a lot of motherly love because she died uh, when he was eight and my mom basically like spiritually died like in terms of my experience with her she died when she, when I was like 11 but she continued loving but I don't know she just like I, I, I explained this in one of the videos before but I don't, I don't really have to explain it but I basically cut her off after she did this extremely traumatic thing and I don't know like that was a basic um architect architect archetypal typical uh, I don't know archetypical death for me for her so I don't have a lot of like experience with motherhood in general like um like I said I got bits and pieces from my grandma and my aunt but my aunt moved away when I was when I was 13 like she moved off to do her own life like she's not my mom she has no responsibility so like good for her but like um the other like form of motherhood I got was my grandma and um I couldn't say that she could mother a female character <laughs> very well because I don't know I, I think she has a lot of favoritism towards her male specimen versus her female because there's a lot difference in attitude and in terms of respect and like giving gifts and items almost uh and just giving love like she just gave that to the male side of her um offspring <laughs> and uh like like all of her female female daughters just like resent her or have resented her and just a bunch of stuff just a bunch of drama and I also received the exact same treatment like um, maybe not as extreme as they got it but like even if it's like a less extreme it's still the same pattern you know and not very she was very strict on letting anyone go out because she was afraid of her daughters getting pregnant and also i think she was a little traumatized of my mother um specifically for being a drug addict and going into party mode since she was like 14 or something so i think she just has this natural distrust from her female specimen and i don't know like I wouldn't say that it's a healthy mother-daughter relationship or like granddaughter-grandmother relationship. Like, I'm just saying I don't have a lot of experience with motherhood. That was my point. I'm not trying to put the mood down, but it's just like, and uh, I'm just saying what I'm like thinking. I'm not trying to defend myself against no one but myself because I'm not really talking to anyone. I just like, I don't know. I feel like I talk about negative stuff too much, maybe. I don't know. But maybe I don't. I'm just thinking about how in the movie she's uh, cuddling Caesar and there's this whole like divine masculine, divine feminine aspect to the entire movie because my boyfriend was pointing out that not only are their characters uh, symbolic archetypes of the divine feminine and masculine, like Caesar is this conqueror and whatever, and she's just this like sexual, like alluring mother figure. Um, and that's just the aspects of the divine masculine and feminine, you know. And my boyfriend pointed out that not only are there 
characters themselves the archetypes but also them as um as countries because uh julius caesar is rome and roman is has this like super masculine like um conquering energy and egypt has this whole chaotic unknown mystical magical place and that's the feminine so like not only them as characters are masculine and feminine in like the most archetypal sense but so are the countries i thought that was interesting i don't know i've just been very interested in like i don't want to say classic female roles because i don't feel myself to be in particularly uh indebted in any like female trope because i myself uh, i feel like i'm just trying to speak fancy i am trying to speak fancy because i've i have a bad habit of using filler words like um or like or just groaning my way into discovering a thought but I've, I've just been trying to pause myself and also use like bigger words like if i could use bigger words why not use them i can't fucking open this jar <sighs> um yeah you, you just hear that i just ummed and sometimes i just don't catch it anyways uh divine feminine divine masculine julius caesar and cleopatra they, I don't know, like, it was a really good dichotomy, if that makes sense. Just, like, this supporting role, and also powerful role. Everyone wants to erase female sexuality, and I think just all things feminine. And I really don't have much experience with feminine traits at all, just because it's not portrayed in our society right now. Like, um, there's this whole negativity towards sexualizing women, but I think sexuality is a power. And it's like the, I, I kind of had this conversation with my boyfriend yesterday, so I'm kind of stealing some of his ideas. I don't know which ideas are his or which ideas are mine. That's the beauty of a relationship. You're one organism. You're one organism. I don't know what I said, but, um, I forgot where I was going with this. Fuck. Okay. Whatever. I lost my thought. This is what happens when you sidetrack yourself. Um... masculine feminine and they've been hiding like feminine aspects not hiding but just plain where not showing feminine feminine aspects of life like for the longest time i didn't want to be a mother because i just thought it was a waste of time and just like super negative stuff about motherhood basically like i i just didn't want to have kids at all like it seemed it seemed like the worst idea ever and I was kind of career focused even though I was a teenager and I didn't have a career but I was very very work oriented so you could say career focus like future career focus I didn't uh get very far with that attitude because I dropped out of college because I was kind of realizing this kind of uh situation I got myself into I was learning something that I didn't care about and that itself was propelling me into a career that I didn't want to be in and like everything just felt like I was doing not what I was supposed to do be doing in the world and I'm trying to figure out what I need to do in the world and it's kind of hard to figure it out but I'm trying to but basically I don't have a lot of experience with femininity in this culture and I feel like I've been brainwashed almost into caring about career and just career just side hustles and making money and being on top like ah, don't you want to be on top and just that idea of like being constant competition with people and trying to like up them 
in just in any aspect of life just trying to be better than people and thinking that being better than people is how you'll receive love because competition is really a chase for love and a chase for people respecting you and you think being at the top of a dominance hierarchy will make people love and respect you and it will in some sense but it's not true love and true respect if you know what I mean it is a little bit like it is respect for that one thing you did but there's whole aspects of life that are admirable not just career or dominance hierarchy wise you know and um I was so focused on that one thing, that one pillar of life, which is career. And that means that my life wasn't well-rounded at all. I was putting all of my energy, all of my weight on this one pillar. And of course that's gonna topple down, you know? And I'm starting to realize that friends are important. A social life is important. Relaxation in, in general, like, Making sure you get to watch TV at the end of your day or get high or drunk or whatever. Just having a treat, eating some baby food, not restricting your diet or calories. Like I was purely restricting myself from joy and fully putting all of my energy towards working on something. Either working at my job in a graveyard shift or my business when I started creating my business or just college, you know, like I was so entranced in that life and it wasn't a good life and I was suffered a lot from it. Like physically health wise, I get all these rashes now that I never really got before. And I think I fucked up my stomach because I was eating eggs and just chocolate bars with 127 grams of sugar in them every single day, multiple bars sometimes. And I guess fast food's not that bad, but mostly uh, chocolate bars and eggs because I have a bit of an allergy towards eggs. I didn't eat eggs a lot as a kid because I don't even know what I ate as a kid, honestly. Mostly just microwave meals and beans <laughs> and potatoes and cereal. Just uh, all of the food that doesn't take any effort. And that's just kind of how my family cooks a little bit. They've, uh, they've upped their game and uh, learned a few recipes and like adopted a few new tastes and treats but um what am i talking about masculine and femininity that's the last thing i remember like that's the last thing i remember i know i went a long ways from there anyways what do i talk about now i hate when i lose track of what i'm thinking because, you know, I'm usually going in a good place and it just fucking gets lost and like it sucks. Okay, I just want to know what I want to say. What do I want to say? I feel like I want to say a lot of things. Every time I do anything, I just think and there's just words in my head and I'm like, like, what do I do with these thoughts? What do I do with these fucking thoughts? They're everywhere. And like, I could write them down, but what's the use of that? What, what am I just going to read it later? Why not just make podcasts out of it and just fucking get these thoughts out of my head so I can think about something else for a change? Because it's just the same thoughts over and over again. And I'm like, wow, that's profound. But, you know, like, I don't talk to a lot of people. Like, I do sometimes. I've been... uh kind of impulse calling friends whenever I want to and that's been super fun I don't know if that's an annoying thing to do I don't have a lot of friends 
And like, I don't regularly talk or hang out with anyone outside of my relationship. And most of that's cause I'm in a, a state that's uh, not where I grew up in. So literally there's no one here. And some of it's also just, I um, isolated myself. And like I was saying before about the pillars of life, I didn't have a too much of a social life. I remember what I was saying before now. Um, I didn't have too much of anything other than career. So that means that I got rid of my social life as well. And I cut off all my friends and not really cut them off, more like just decided to stop hanging out with them and putting a lot as much effort into communicating with them at all. And just saying, I'm busy. And I was busy. I was fucking busy. I had almost no time to myself. I didn't even sleep and that wasn't good for me. That's how I got these health problems. That's another reason why I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't relaxing and I was eating stuff that wasn't good for my body. So I uh, experienced a lot of health issues during my college years just because of this purely um, depressing lifestyle that isn't sustainable at all. And I'm getting out of it and I'm having a bath every night. So that's something different, you know? And what am I trying to say? The pillars of life. I'm starting to try to get a social life back. And with that definition, my idea of a social life is um, reaching out to random people that I haven't talked to in 10, <laughs> like five to 10 years. And just uh, asking like, hey, do you want me to randomly call you while I'm high? And we could have a random conversation. And I've been doing that with people and it's so fun. And like, I never knew that talking to people was fun. I didn't really talk to people a lot growing up. I'm gonna talk about growing up a lot just cause I feel like it kind of describes who I am. So I feel like I need to tell these stories from the origin. So you could actually see what kind of a person I am and how much maturity I've obtained, which is not a lot because I'm not that old. And I haven't really uh, been experiencing too much of life other than um, business and work. So I, I, I'm not gonna have a lot of good advice, but also I am cause I've went through a lot of painful trauma in my life and have dealt with these emotions and you know i don't take things out on people that don't deserve it and i try to be truthful and not deceitful like i have a general good understanding of how a life should be but um you know you can always learn more like i want to be a little humble with um deciding who i am too because you got you gotta have some humility in life like you can't fucking think you're on top of the world all the time i thought for the longest time i was on top of the world but it was like kind of a lie you know it's almost gonna be two three three seven in this video specifically this video not like the video of youtube but um it's gonna be 2337 and I'm gonna be stoked. It's almost here, two seconds. Seven. <sighs> Something about the number 237. 23 and 27. Those are my favorite numbers, 23 and 27. And um, when I combine them, it's either 25 or 237. Something about those numbers, I've always enjoyed them like like fantastically that's not even a word i know it's the number from the shining i didn't fucking know that you know it was mostly that movie the number 23 that made me like the number 23 a lot and then like when i was thinking about it i was like man what's like 23 27 and like they're fucking almost synonymous i can't wait until i turn those ages because i feel like those are gonna be good ages at least i hope at least they're gonna be important ages. I think all ages are important, but I'm especially gonna remember 23 and 27 forever. I definitely know that. Just cause it's such an awesome number. Also 32, I like number 32 as well. Um, which is like just a flip of 23, I guess. <laughs> um, not intentional, just like coincidences almost. Like I'm not trying to make anything fantastical. I just, 
see fantastical things in the in the things I've created. And that's just how magic works. You you create a life and you just fucking go with it. And like you see synchronicities here and there and you're like, hmm, probably doing pretty good in life then. And like also just feeling good in general and enjoying your life and also getting synchronicities from there. Like, especially in those moments, those those are the moments that feel the most fantastic, you know? Just so enjoying your life. It's fantastic. Very, very fantastic. Eventually I'm gonna have a bath where it's gonna be just like Cleopatra's bath. Not exactly like it, but in my way, you know, like I want to have a snack drawer, like a little mini refrigerator. And I wanna have the bath, have this like hot tub type of circulation system where it just rotates that water. Just that, just that one session of bath water in it keeps it at a certain temperature, just all of these things I want. And I just want that in one bathroom. I also want the walls to be fully tiled so I don't get mold easily. Because this is a dangerous thing to do to your walls. <laughs> that, like taking a bath every single night. So I'm also gonna incorporate a steam generator in my bath. I'm thinking about all of this because I know that one of these days I'm going to be rich and I need to kind of plan out how to spend my money or else I'm just gonna spend it on nothing. Like the most solid things to do when you get money is just use it to create more things and that those more things create more money and it's just gonna go from there. By the way, I put on makeup today, makeup today and it was really nice. Like, I got my waterline and everything. Like, eyeshadow makeup. Like, that was fun. That was really fun. And it was a good time. And I had a good time at Walmart getting groceries. I don't really go out very often to restaurants just because it's... It takes so much money. And I really just want to save up for um, investing in my podcasting and music career. Instead of, you know, just getting served by someone that doesn't like me. <laughs> I'd rather create my own food at home and be with my chickens. It's so satisfying being with my chickens and it's so satisfying creating things. I could create things while I eat instead of be at a restaurant, feel awkward about where I am and all that stuff. But that's also the words of an antisocial person. And I think I want to become someone who's not antisocial. So what to do, what to do? Anyways, I'm going to heat up my bath again and just like, have a nice time. I will see you whenever. So about me being not quite a person that has a lot of experience with femininity. Um, another example of that is that Growing up, I grew up with cousins and uncles and mostly male people in my generation. I, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely the only girl in the generation that grew up with me in my household. I grew up with 11 people, me including, so I grew up with 10 people, if you're doing the math right. Yeah, I'm my eyes too, because it's bright in here, I'm tired. I grew up with cousins and my uncle Julian. Um, I had two older cousins and one older uncle. My uncle's obviously older than me. And then I have one younger cousin, which is Stephen, the youngest of our family. So it's just a lot of masculine energy. So I'm a bit, I'm a bit of a tomboy. I definitely carry more of that masculine energy, most likely from the upbringing. Who knows? I mean, there's other reasons as well, but who the fuck knows how life is set up. Am I right, ladies? So, it's, um... It's a very scarce world to learn anything about motherhood or feminine femininity, sexuality, like... 
like I feel like there's a lot of that but then I feel like there's not a lot of that you know what I mean I feel like there's no bridge between people who don't know about it and people who do because it's either you're grown up to be like uh this princess and like you're you've been a girly girl your entire life or you kind of grew up like me or I grew up in a more masculine side and then I turn into that feminine side or I stay masculine you know it's just, uh, it's a spectrum but like I'm finding myself turn more and more towards femininity not complete femininity I'm obviously I don't think I'm ever gonna be complete femininity like that's I'm, I'm kind of a balanced person like and I'm trying to balance myself out because I have mostly masculine energy so I'm starting to try to figure out what is it like to be a person that has feminine energy as well and how do you balance that I always get temptress whenever I always get temptress is it temptress temperance temperance whenever I uh, pull a tarot deck uh, card from the major arcana I always get is the temperance which means that you're like trying to find a balance in life and I've been trying to find a balance in life forever like by forever I mean three years and I think I'm slowly coming to a balance but I still feel like I have a lot of shit to learn as I always do as every human always does we have a lot of shit to learn in our lifetime and like the beauty of life is to explore and just uh, find out topics that you love and explore them and contribute to them and then die. That's what life is. Also like maybe maybe making kids. I think that's also what life is because that continues life. Like uh, kids don't come out of nowhere, you know? They fucking get born and like if no kids are getting fucking born nowadays because like there's a certain stigma against it like there's a certain percentage where it's like 50% of pe females on the world in the world or whatever I don't know what the statistic is but 50% of females don't have children by the time they reach 30 and I don't know if that's sad or I don't know if that's not sad like it's cool to decide to not have kids but it's also like why did you decide to not have kids? Do you like? Do you feel fulfilled in life uh, by not having kids? Do you not feel fulfilled in life? Like, do you feel like something's missing? And then just being a human means that you're always gonna feel like something's missing. So that's not really a good tell. So it's it's really hard to decide whether having kids is like great or not. But like most likely, it's great to have kids because that's what it's like to be alive. Like I was saying earlier about earlier about the pillars of life. There's career, which I focus way too much time on. There's social life, which is your friends and family. And then there's family life, which is your family. And like, if you decide to not have kids, it's just your boyfriend and your dog or your chickens or something. Like, uh, what kind of family is that? So I think family, like that's where kids come in. That's, that's that pillar of life. The people you hang out with all the time. Because with my friends, I don't really talk to them that, that much. I call, um, like a friend like once a month. I mean, I call, there's times where I just like have a whole day where I just call people. Oh my God, I just like hit a nerve on my finger. But, um, I call people like, um, a lot recently. And, but if you deduct that to friendships, I'm only talking to my friends like at most once a month because I'm kind of rolling out my, I'm kind of rolling my phone calls so I'm not annoying too many people and it's also nice to like have a break from people so you could discover what they're doing now. It's nice to have that distance because then there's more to talk about, you know. Ah, this is loud. Water bottle full of ice. It's a nice thing to have during a hot bath is a water bottle full of ice because you kind of turn into sauna mode in here. But sauna mode is good for me because I'm trying to like flush out whatever needs to be flushed out of my body because I keep on eating food that I'm allergic to and I'm allergic to a lot of food. I have a sensitive stomach right now. I think my gut lining or something is uh, healing because I'm slowly starting to get accustomed to more food 
like before it'd be hard to eat onions, but now I could eat onions. And like before it'd be a lot if I ate too many carbs or sugar and now I could eat more carbs and sugar. And like, I could see myself slowly getting more tolerance towards sugar cause I would eat sugar and it would just not be good for me. Like I'd have a complete allergic reaction and like, it'd just be a bad time. But now I could like eat a uh, baby food, which I think I'm gonna do right now. It's, oh, it sounds so good. I'm just gonna eat the bananas. That's classic. I only got one bananas, but uh, I'm gonna eat like three bottles of baby food today. We went to Walmart today, by the way. So I just got all this baby food and I got like nine containers of this. Um, and I don't know, I'm just gonna fucking eat it. Oh, that's a nice nozzle. Um, I'm gonna have a for your daily baby food review. This nozzle is really good on this Gerber <laughs> pouch. Um, I've been having different brands and they kind of feel like plasticky, but this one feels like, like a nice, like smooth nipple, you know? Uh, I only get the fruit ones. I don't get the like nasty tasting ones where it's like chickens and like broccoli or something. I literally just have it for the fruit because it's like a yogurt, but I don't like yogurt. I want something that's just mush bananas and I want it that's not an actual banana because then it's going to go bad. So this is just banana and lemon juice concentrate and vitamin C and those last two are just to keep it preserved but it's fucking great it's healthy for you there's not a lot in here you know it's delicious I brought another one because I'm happy I brought another one I also brought some pink Pringle snacks so I might have those later I'm just having a good time you know I don't fucking know what I'm doing with my life but this feels like good you know sitting in here eating baby food, talking about my thoughts, and then sharing it. Like, fuck yeah. What's wrong with that? I used to have an Instagram account where it's private and it's not my regular Instagram account. And all of our friends in our little high school friend group had it. And ooh, I'm going to fart right now. You want to hear me fart? Oh my God. I'm going to sing during it. Ooh, it was a silent one. I'm gonna have the other one like immediately. This is really good. I purposely got one banana and one strawberry apples and peach because I don't know how that's gonna taste. Because I usually get banana flavor, but that one doesn't have any bananas. Isn't that wild? How much does that have? So I'm gonna compare what this nozzle feels like compared to that nozzle. I need to drink some water. This is fucking good ass time. This is a fucking great ass time. Uh, you know, like, I've never really enjoyed my life like this. Like, I'm just fucking chilling. I'm having a good time. I'm making something that I really enjoy. Like, something about podcasting makes me feel fulfilled in life. Something about it. Oh my god. I can't open this pop. <sighs> Oh my god, it's baby lock. I'm already giving this brand an F because that is, that's a bitch to open. But look at this nozzle. So I'm gonna get the other baby nozzle so you can see how much more complex it is. That is a Gerber nozzle and that's really good. And look how rounded out that is. There's like a little, it's like wider, but there's a little nozzle. But this is just a fucking, like, piece of shit. Like, that's a PVC pipe put into a baby food. <sighs> Fuck that. And like, look at it. Look at this one. It has a clear lid. All the other lids look goofy like this. Like, what, you want your baby to play with that and eat it? Come on. Let's be sleek. Let's have some modern ass babies with some like crystal looking bottle caps. Okay, I'm gonna try this now. It's one fourth of an apple, one fifth of a peach, and one and one half strawberry. Wow, so it's mostly apple. I don't know how that translates in strawberry, but I think it's mostly apple, and then next is peach, and then there's like a hint of strawberry. 
So let's see if that's what I taste. It's probably gonna taste like applesauce, but I don't know. What do you think it's gonna taste like? <laughs> Put in your votes in the comment section below and like the video. I'm also subscribed. And look at this fucking ingredient list. You know, you look at mac and cheese and the ingredient list is so long. Why does that have to be so long? It's just anything like like apple, peach, strawberries, and lemon juice concentrate. That's all that's in here. Why don't they make food like this anymore where it's just fucking fruit in a little bottle and they're not trying to swindle you with their fucking food science where they're trying to get you addicted to food. And like, I'm pretty sure this Pringle jar has, okay, let me read this ingredients list. It's actually not that bad. Actually, it's pretty long. Dried potatoes, vegetable oil, but in parentheses it says corn, cotton seed. Wait, let me fucking put this right here. You fucking see that? Is this ever gonna focus on this? Whatever, it's fine. It's fine. But it says dried potatoes, vegetable oil, corn, cotton seed high oleic soybean and or sunflower oil and that's in parentheses with the vegetable oil degerminated yellow corn flour cornstarch rice flour maltodextrin mono and diglycerides what the fuck are those contains two percent or less of whey salt monosodium glutamate Coconut oil, sugar, natural flavors, onion powder, citric acid, cheddar cheese. These are all good stuff. Blue cheese, buttermilk, butter, and then in parentheses, cream salt, then in parentheses, lactic acid, non-fat milk, paprika extract, color, disodium inosinate. What's that? Disodium guan elate? Turmeric extract color, that's cool. Yeast extract, that's well. What the fuck is this? Autolyze yeast extract? What does autolyze mean? Like, that's a long list. And I know this is not good for me. But I know this is good for me because it's a short list. So whenever there's a short list, I trust it. I don't know if that made any sense. But I'm just saying. Like, look at the back of your nutrition facts and look at the ingredients list and you think about what you're putting in your body because my body is fucked up because i do not think about diet or nutrition for 20 years <laughs> but i am now Ooh, it smells like apple applesauce it tastes like it's like applesauce it's just peach and strawberry flavored applesauce at this point so not really liking this one because it's just applesauce. I could just eat applesauce from a applesauce. You're supposed to eat applesauce when you're like f like four to whatever age, like maybe 15 years, four, four to uh, 175 years old, you know, like that's what applesauce is for. It's for when you're a kid and you have a spoon and you could fucking chunk into this applesauce. But baby food means like a nice, like creamy, like nice thing to eat. But applesauce needs to be eaten with a spoon. But baby, baby food, it needs to be like nice and creamy. Like what bananas give is amazing. It's just, the creamiest feeling ever and you only get it with baby food. I could get this applesauce in a jar and it would cost a lot less. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Like, it doesn't not taste good, but it's just applesauce. Like, I'm trying to have a baby food experience. I think I would enjoy the mushed uh, mac, mac and cheese or just whatever they put in baby food. I, I'd prefer the mushed, uh, like, meaty foods. Is that a good word? Over, over this, because this is just applesauce. Like, I'd rather have, like, mushed spaghetti and meatball flavor or whatever 
whatever meal baby food comes like because that's also a good consistency this is just an applesauce consistency do you not understand me do you not understand me like that banana really shapes up what baby food really is also there's some stuff with granola and that's not that bad either but i don't know applesauce is disappointing i'm disappointed with this one like nothing's better than some good old old-fashioned banana flavored gurker and that's what i just had so you're going with the best the best classic and like you're not delivering beech nut I'm having a good time, by the way. I hope this video isn't weird, and I hope no one thinks anything less of me for making a bathtub video. Because this is exactly what I would do outside in the front yard at 8 a.m. But, you know, it's 2 a.m. or 3 a.m., who knows. And I'm just in a bathtub, and this is just who I am. I just hang out in the bathtub. If you don't like who I am, then fuck you. I need like a rubber ducky in here. Right? Can I just like, I almost want to infantilize myself. Because, yeah, those good old nostalgic days. Like, obviously, life is suffering and you gotta get after it and you gotta follow your dreams. But also, baby food's really good and so is watching TV. There has to be a balance, you know? Okay, so my boyfriend is probably asleep because it's not 2 a.m. It's not 2 a.m. It's 5.31 a.m. I woke up at 1 p.m. today. That's just how it goes. You just, some days you wake up at 1 p.m. and you just go with it. You just have a good day. You know? It's not a big deal. And I'm getting sleepy, so I might just uh, cut this off where it is. But basically, what I was saying today is I like the movie Cleopatra. I like seeing how feminine and sexualized she was in that movie. I liked um, her devotion towards him and his devotion towards her. And you gotta remember in the movie Cleopatra, she goes in two relationships. One is the great Caesar that conquered all the land for the Romans and got um, betrayed Brutus et du Brute. And just a powerful man and she was gonna merge with him and make this Roman Egyptian kingdom. But deceit landed upon the Romans and they betrayed Julius and murdered him out of cold blood and it's just a great example of how the state keeps things moving. Does that fucking make sense? They were just both devoted to each other. Her to Morganthony or Caesar and Caesar or Anthony towards her. They betrayed ritual for her. They completely like did the unthinkable and gave everything to her. Gave everything, their honor, their life and their love. Like they loved. And that's the two-way love, the love that goes both directions. I feel like in modern relationships, at least the ones that I've seen, are just the relationships that aren't correct. Like, I feel like a lot of people are in a relationship. I don't know how many people, I don't know what percentage of relationships are like this, but a lot of people find themselves in relationships where one side is trying more than the other 
And yeah, there's sides to both stories, but it's basically the gist of it. Like, one side doesn't fuck with the other side as much as one side fucks with that side. But I'm getting sleepy, so I might end this. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm so tired. And like, I'm sleeping because the reason I wake up at 1pm is because I value my sleep. I heal in my sleep. I've been without sleep for years and like, I've just been having a lot of trouble sleeping for years at a time and it's greatly affected my health. So I'm just trying to sleep whenever the gods give me the time to sleep, you know? You fucking know what I mean. I have this snack can of Pringles that I just opened. I want to eat them, but I know it's just not going to be easy to talk while I have Pringles in my mouth. And it's not classy for someone who's making a podcast to eat on their podcast when it's not BB food. Because BB food's quiet. You don't fucking hear your mouth doesn't get dry and it's easy to talk. Baby food is the ultimate podcasting food there is. <sighs> I'm just having a good time. Like, what's wrong with having a good time? What's wrong with thinking about stuff? Fucking nothing. Nothing's wrong with anything. Nothing's wrong with anything. Everything in life is made perfectly for each other. Did I finish my point on Julius Caesar or Cleopatra? I think I did. Like, it's nice seeing something like that because I need to learn about the feminine, the feminine aspect of life. So I need to research shit that, like, is old school, you know? Like... The James Bond sexual femme fatale, like that character. Why is that character so powerful? It can't just be that dudes be horny. It's that they have this power over this nice, powerful, whoever James Bond is. Is he a spy? Like the spy that's supposed to be very, very, very kept up in every single aspect, but he finds himself caught in the plans and schemes of a femme fatale. And I, like, I don't see too much bad with a femme fatale. I don't see too much bad with, like, showing women as sexualized, especially if, like, it's powerful like that. I, I think they go after um these feminine aspects of movies because they think it's the man that made it but it's just it's the culture and the culture also has the female in it so the female likes being in that role the female is powerful in that role and i feel like undermining it is undermining the power that females have like what's wrong with having sexual power What's wrong with being desirable and being something that a man sinks to, that bends his knee to? What's wrong with that? It's powerful. I just realized that Game of Thrones, season 7, when she's like, bend the knee. Like, that's just... A scene from Cleopatra where she's being pronounced Pharaoh with her little Pharaoh signs and she asks Caesar to bend the knee to her and says it is what you must do when it's the ritual and Caesar's the king of Rome the emperor of Rome at this point so he um 
his actions reflect on all of Rome. So if he bends the knee to Cleopatra, it means that all of Rome bends the knee to Cleopatra at that point. Like he represents Rome. And she seduced him in a way where he did everything she wanted and her plans were coming apart if it just wasn't for the deceit of the Senate to uh, kill off this um, monarchy that was forming basically these um, queens. The thing about Egypt is that there's a lot of spirituality in the king and queen. There's a lot of spirituality and they it's basically part of the religion as well as to be a king and something about the british monarchy is that they don't have that worship aspect to the king and queen so i thought that was an idea as well um but isn't my point coming across like female aspects to life is powerful and they're making a lot of movies where the female is taking the role of just something that would have casted a male anyways. And that female role of being the femme fatale or the seducer or it doesn't even have, or the mother, you know, those roles of feminine aspects have been deleted entirely. And the only aspect, the only aspect that exists is the protagonist and up until this point, the protagonist has been male figures and the female being the support, but they've completely gotten rid of the female role and casted the females into the male role. So I don't think that's creating femininity. I think that I think that's forcing females into a masculine role and completely de deleting femininity, femininity to begin with. And I think a lot of power is taken away from being a female. So yeah, I'm learning how to be a female. I grew up a tomboy and like, um, like I, I'm a person that cuts their hair really short and I'm very masculine in nature. And I also like present myself masculine in terms of hair. This is like the longest my hair has been. And, a couple of years um and i want to cut it because i'm not really down for a hairstyle like this I, I really like those short haircuts so i might at least just cut it a little bit to get it out of my face and out of my shower drain it's annoying i hate having long hair but like i'm a person that uh is acts and presents myself as like a masculine t archetype like I focus a lot on business and making money and I find myself lost on things like housework and I've just been learning how to be a person that has mastered both sides of the feminine and the masculine aspect of life. I just want to be balanced, you know, like I'm mostly in the masculine side. So I want to learn how to serve and to care. And I, I've already learned that I've been a caring person my whole life. And like, I've given love to almost everyone I meet, like everyone I could try to get my thoughts into and like talk and text them or just hang out with them verbally. I'm like, trying to help them with their life and you know just when it gets super like just when I'm able to connect with someone I'm like very very like loving towards them just naturally so I do have natural fem feminine instincts like I'm not just completely masculine I'm just saying I have more masculine than feminine and I want to try to see some fe feminine aspects to life like, that's all I'm saying. I think I've said that multiple times, but I'm just trying to say it in multiple ways, in different ways, because that's just what I've been thinking about and dealing with for a while now. So that's it. I'm going to eat these potato chips, and it's going to be a good day tomorrow. I'm going to go to sleep, like, pretty soon. It's been a good time. See you later, I guess. Bye. 
But also you gotta remember that not only are you getting rid of the Divine Feminine, you're also getting rid of the Divine Masculine. Because when's the last time you've seen like a James Bond type character or just fucking bitches left and right? He's attractive to everyone. The most ideal man. There's no more ideal humans anymore. It's just this weird uh, androgynous middle ground. And that's like, it's like I don't want to... Uh, go against any androgyny because I consider myself androgynous in the first place but like I feel like I'm androgynous in the way where or I was androgynous in the way where I was mainly going after masculinity traits and completely like in resentment to my female side at all and resentment isn't good you, you need to be happy about your feminine side and also happy about your masculine side don't let these bitches that raise you uh, uh, try to bring down what you believe a uh, ideal life should be, you know? <sighs>